I'm Alex Voorhoeven. I'm an associate professor in philosophy in the Department of Philosophy, Logic, and Scientific Method at LSE. And I teach in moral and political philosophy. My specialism is distributive justice. Distributive justice is about the resources and opportunities that people have to lead a good life. And it concerns the fair or right way to distribute those resources and opportunities. One well-known view is utilitarianism. And that holds that the right way to distribute resources and opportunities for the good life is uh, the way that maximizes the sum total of well-being in a given population. Other views, such as egalitarian views, care not merely about promoting people's well-being, like utilitarians do, they also care about how people fare in relation to others. They are relational views. Now, one idea at the heart of egalitarianism is that if some people are better off than others due to no fault or choice of theirs, that this is bad because it's unfair. When we're evaluating general principles like egalitarianism and utilitarianism, we also have to look at the ideals that they express the kind of foundational ideals. Now, Rawls, the philosopher John Rawls, expressed uh, a criticism of utilitarianism very effectively. The idea is this, utilitarianism, by being unconcerned about how well-being is distributed among different individuals, caring only about the total, erases the boundaries between individuals. Whether your life goes well and my life goes well, or your life goes fantastically well and mine rather modestly well, so long as the total remains the same, is a matter of indifference to the utilitarian. All that the utilitarian cares about is this quantity of well-being in the world. Whereas the egalitarian cares about the relation between individuals and where well-being is located, whether it's in your life or in my life, and how our lives relate to one another. By respecting this separateness of persons, as Rawls put it, egalitarianism, I think, respects something very fundamental about human lives. Namely, you have your life to lead, and I mine. And there is no straightforward perspective from which the two of us together are enjoying a certain amount of well-being. In moving towards universal health coverage, many countries face difficult resource allocation questions, which is why distributive justice comes in. They have a limited amount of resources. Uh, even rich countries have a limited amount of resources. The National Health Service in Britain has a fixed budget for any given year. And an unlimited amount of need in the population, or nearly unlimited amount of need. So one has to decide how to use the resources one has to most fairly meet people's needs, and especially if one cannot meet anywhere near everyone's needs uh, at once, how to do so in a fair and incremental manner. So with a panel of philosophers, public health experts, doctors, health economists, uh, I worked together to devise a series of guiding principles for countries uh, and we wrote a report called A Fair Path to Universal Health Coverage. What we attempted to do was balance two imperatives. One is to create uh, 
as much extra health-related well-being as one can for a given budget. That's the utilitarian idea. But to temper that with a concern for equality, and especially for those who are worst off and underserved by existing health systems. I see our role in a particular way, namely our expertise is philosophical argument, tracing the implications of particular principles in particular cases. We have thought through those implications more carefully, spent more time on it than uh, health economists or health policymakers. We've also, I hope, thought more deeply about the foundations of these views. In particular, as I mentioned before, the underlying value of respect for the separateness of persons, which grounds egalitarianism and which makes utilitarianism problematic, I think is something that philosophers have thought harder about and can engage others with in conversation. So our task was really to um, bring to the debate a more careful consideration of the implications of the principles that we were articulating and um, offering a defense of the foundations of these principles in attractive moral ideals.